Sue! Juggler! Oh, you made it! So good to see you again! Oh, you're too sweet! There's nothing good about seeing an old clown twice in one week. You're so silly, Chuckler. It's great to see you. If you hadn't saved me from that circus fire, I wouldn't be seeing anyone this week. Uh, that's a fact. Except for maybe the devil. <laughs> that's a joke. Maybe God. I, I don't know. I just assumed on account you said you work in TV. <laughs> you know, you're absolutely right. I work in TV. I produce children's television. That's what makes us all so perfect. You're a clown, a children's entertainer, your circus burns down, and the one person you're able to save happens to work in children's entertainment? I mean, that could be a show right there. Can it? Seriously? I mean, that sounds a lot better than what I came up with. Oh, Chuckler, listen, I'll never be able to repay what you did for me, but I'll tell you right now, if you have even one halfway decent pitch for a children's show, the least I can do is get it on the air. Now, did you find the time to get a few pitches together? I did. I have all the time in the world on account of the circus caught fire. That's great. I mean, no, not great. I, I know you lost a lot of friends. <laughs> You're sweet. I'm an old clown. I don't have any friends. You're so silly. No, I'm serious. I lost them all in a circus fire. Right, right. Well, well Chuckler, once you have your own show on television, everyone's going to want to be your friend. You'll have so many friends, you won't know what to do with them all. I bet. Right. No, I bet. That's what I do with all my friends. I make bets with them on stupid shit. Like which of the elephants are going to shit on which of the kids of the circus. Well, I bet you have a lot of fun. You'd lose that bet. On account of I always lose bets. Of course I'm a loser. I'm an old clown. The only friends I've got to bet the elephants with train the elephants. But I guess that's all in the past now. I certainly hope so. All the more reason for us to discuss the future, right? I mean, this children's show. Tell me tell me what you're thinking. And there are no bad ideas at this stage. All right. Well, firstly, I'm thinking of calling it Clowning Around. I love it. Really? Sure. What's it about? It's about this old clown who's always clowning around with his pals at the circus. You know, betting the elephants, pinning the tail on the donkey boy, stealing his brother's girlfriend. Silly shit. Okay, yeah. Uh, no, with like two notable exceptions, I love all that. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty flexible on all this silly shit. Just as long as the old clown's stealing his brother's girlfriend. Let, let's table that. Well, I know there's no bad ideas, but I know that's a good one. Sure, sure. Uh, love triangles can be very effective when executed correctly, uh, which, of course, they would have to be on this children's program. I don't know if he has to execute him. Just fuck his brother's girlfriend, like Horseface Ethel. Now, that's interesting. Uh, tell me uh, about this uh, Horse-Faced Ethel. You know, a female protagonist is something the network can really get behind. Sure, sure. Now she's got a disgusting fucking horse face, and her body's not great either. I see. Yeah, she can't. <laughs> she's got one eye. <laughs> she calls it a good eye, but that's by default. She's got one horrible eye that she can hardly see out of, and when people see her, they squint and say, get that ugly bastard out of my sight. <laughs> they think she's a man. <laughs> that's why they hired her as the donkey boy. But she's not a man or a donkey boy. She's horse-faced Ethel. Right, right. Uh, you've now made it clear that you don't find this woman attractive. No, I do. Well, the character does, I mean. Let's try and maintain that distinction, shall we? It'll be easier to continue this conversation if we can continue to imagine that this is a fiction. I mean, right, 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 right. The character would fuck her. The character finds her attractive. Right. Very good. It's just that she's not. She's disgusting, but so is he. He's an old clown. And once he gets over how disgusting she is, he's, he's real attracted to her. It's sort of like how when a girl has a pretty face, but she's got like a, a dead tooth or something. 
At first you're grossed out by your dead tooth, but then maybe you work together for a while, you know? Close proximity? Suddenly, that dead tooth starts to look like Marilyn Monroe's mole. One day you wake up, you're yanking it, you're thinking about her, and you get to thinking specifically about the dead tooth. And you start to yank it even harder because her personality made you do the mental gymnastics of getting over the dead tooth. <laughs> now I'm getting lonely. Basically, you think her face is even prettier, but it's not. It's a horse's face. And instead of a dead tooth, she got a dead eye. She's got no teeth, the poor bitch. You know what? Call me crazy, Chuckler, but I think we've got a show here. You're crazy. You're probably right, Chuckler, but I want to help you. And I honestly believe that with a little help, I don't know why I said a little, with a lot of help, one day soon I can see Horse Face Ethel's Horse Face on a lunchbox. She couldn't. No, sir. Dead eye. <laughs> but the old clown doesn't love her any less for it. And I think that's beautiful. Mm. Love. I think he'd fuck her. I don't know how beautiful it is. I mean, he definitely tries to fuck her once she starts dating his brother. Okay, good. I, I wanted to circle back to this. Do you see this? Let's please go back to calling it a love triangle as the primary drama of the show. No. Oh, thank God. That's all I needed to hear. Yeah, no, no, no way, no way. That'll be the circus fire. The circus fire? Yeah, the big circus fire that swallows up all the old clowns' pals one day while they're just clowning around. You remember the circus fire? It's where we met. So there's a big circus fire. Huge! If I'm following you, this circus fire, like the real one, which we watched lay waste to your life, will claim the lives of most every main character on the show. When do you see that happening? End of season one? Scene one. Okay, well, bright side. That's going to say the sense there's a lot of grief where horse-faced Ethel and the old clown's brother are concerned. Oh, wait, wait, never mind. That's scene two. Scene one is now a sex scene between two of those three sick fucks. Any two, you pick. I know you're a sick fuck. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but I do know that you work in TV. That's funny. Uh, obviously, I won't do anything close to picking. Uh, but how are you planning to show the wacky circus antics? Is that all done in flashbacks? Flashbacks? Do you watch a lot of TV? No. That's fair. I, I don't know why I asked, actually. You've proven that already. Uh, a flashback is when a story is interrupted by a character's memory. A, a vivid memory that pulls them out of the present and thrusts them back in time. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. I've been having those ever since the circus fire. I've been having them since about halfway through this conversation. So we'll use what we know. Every other scene is a flashback. But whenever we flashback to the happy past, I want to see fire all over everything. Right. The circus fire, whose flames turn the light black. The circus fire has consumed the clown's memories as completely as it consumed the friends whose memories were of it. It's a little heady, but I think the kids will like it. You know, the funny kids. I see. Yeah, I, I, I want to see it too. I mean, I, I need to see those flames. Orange is my hair. Red is my nose. Yellow is horse face Ethel's bones, which I saw on account of those flames. Huh. Uh while I love that, I also find myself wondering, um, do you have anything else? Like, literally any other idea? Oh, sure, sure. I have this idea for a show about a magician. That's great. His name is Stan the Magic Man. Oh, great. This is actually great. I, at least it's much better. He works at the circus. Okay. He's got a bunch of old pals, like his assistant, 
Jan, the magic assistant. And Stan loves Jan. He loves her with all his heart and soul, as he has ever since the day they were forced to join the circus as children. Okay, uh, force is sort of an ugly word in children's television. But that, let's see this out. Imagine Magic Stan's agony Never mind. at the thought of his beloved Magic Jam burned alive by the realest circus fire imaginable. The agony's too much. He can't see it. He won't. So he thinks to himself, I've got the answer. Stan's got this tank, four or five hundred gallons of water in the back. Now remember, Stan and Jen were children together. They used to flirt and play little children's games together, asking each other questions like, oh, would you rather drown to death or be burned alive? Well, Stan knew for a fact that Jen would rather be drowned to death than burned alive. So he grabs his lovely assistant and he's trying to drown her to death in the tank. But here's the thing. There's a but. Stan's lovely assistant can hold her breath stupid long on account of the only reason they have to tank of water is that they do the stupid trick where she holds her breath and does a magic escape. So he's drowning the love of his life and she's fighting them hard and everyone's watching. I mean, you saw it. Yes, I'm now remembering this. Who could forget? I did. I, I, I repressed this memory. Flashback. So, Stan's really taking all night to drown this bitch, and everyone's watching, really. It's crazy how many people are watching because their lives are actively imperiled by a circus fire. Still, the crazy-ass fire isn't as crazy as the crazy clown trying to drown his wife. I thought you said Stan was a magician. Right, 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 right. The character is a magician. But in real life, my brother's a clown. Oh, no. That's what I said. Oh, no. My brother's drowning horse face Ethel, and it's tough to watch. But he starts screaming at me, shut up, shut up, she was nothing to you. I loved her since childhood, and I know for a fact she would hate nothing more to the burn to death than the circus fire. But here's the thing. Another but. The thing about the fucking circus fire is the fucking circus is on fire. So the water in the tank is boiling hot. Oh, my God. And what he doesn't understand until his only loved skin turns white and pink like the morning sky, which he'll never see again. Oh, my God. I remember this. Is that his only love is being drowned to death and she's burning alive at the same damn time. When the poor bastard pulls her out of the tank, she's not horse face Ethel anymore. She's got no face. Worse than. Uh, but now, now I'm running back into my original idea about the circus fire. Right, right. Um, and I know that we began as saying that there are no bad ideas, but I, I'd, I'd like very much to walk that back a little bit. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, listen, I don't want you to feel obligated to listen to me go on about any more of my children's shows. It's, it's not like you owe me anything, except your life, of course. Of course, of course, right, right. Uh, Chuckler, I'm going to level with you. I, I want to help you, but I need your help. I need you to help me help you because, I mean, if I exposed any show about a circus fire to impressionable children, those children are going to need psychiatric help. It'd be this uh, psychic equivalent of exposing them to, well, a circus fire. You can appreciate that I can't do that, right? You can appreciate the effect that would have on a child. Oh, yeah. But then I was also forced to join the circus as a child, so I saw a couple of circus fires around that time. But yeah, yeah I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm not everyone. Certainly not. You're an old clown. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> hey, say, that reminds me. I think I got one more idea in me. So, there's this circus fire, right? A chuckler. And our story begins five days after they put it out. Okay. 
I am now listening. It's about this old clown, right? And he's got to try and rebuild the circus with everybody who survived the circus fire. But here's the thing. Nobody survived the circus fire except this one clown and his brother who's a fucking nobody. He's a loser. He's an old clown. But if these two old clowns want to ever make anyone laugh ever again, they gotta put aside their shit and pitch a new tent. Chuckler, I think we've got a show here. That can be the name of it. I think we've got a show here. Because these two clowns are always trying to put on a new show. But they can't actually afford to pitch a new tent, so they start running a circus out of the tent they live in underneath the overpass. Right. Uh, underneath the overpass, that's going to be hard for the network. It's hard for everyone. It's the fucking overpass. But I'll tell you what. No one laughs harder than those hard sons of bitches bumming underneath the fucking overpass. You're, you're cursing a lot, Chuckler. Do you hear yourself cursing? Shit. You're on thin ice. I'm always on thin ice. I live underneath the overpass. In fact, I think that's how the show starts. The two old clowns skate out over the thin ice that froze over their tent when a bum pissed on it the night before. Then they start into their old routine. One clown steps on the other clown's foot. The other clown hits him with a cream pie. Big laugh. Fucking bums love a cream pie. But here's the thing. One of the old clowns steps on the other's foot a little harder than usual. So instead of whipping him with that big cream pie, the old clown surprises his brother by nailing him in the head with a horse's head. Chuckler, what? I know. Where did you get a horse's head? His sleeping bag. Just go on. Big laugh. Everyone laughs. Not the brother. No, of course not the brother. But the big clown, the main clown, gets the big laugh. Like, he always gets the big laugh because he's the big brother and he tells the big jokes. I don't know that he told a joke. He struck his brother with the skull of a horse. Oh, no. She's going to revoke my PETA membership. He tells a joke after that, okay? a big one. He goes, blah, 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 something about the Godfather, a Midsummer Night's Dream. I don't remember what I said, but it killed in the room. Anyhow, it doesn't matter. The other brother can't hear nothing because he's got steam coming out of his ears. He's so mad from the extent of this betrayal. He walks off stage. He's pissed. I mean, there's one man on earth who can remember and even relate to his love for horse face Ethel, and that's who just hit him with a horse face. It doesn't matter. The funny one, he goes on telling jokes. How's that for a horse's ass? Bam! Top shelf shit. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. The other brother comes back. And when he comes back, he's dragging a big-ass tank of water behind him. 400 gallons. I got no idea how he got it, but he's got it. And he's, he feels like he's going to drown me to death with it. Now, no one's making jokes. Joke's over. This is it. End of the line. He's trying to pull me into the tank. I'm fighting back. Not as hard as I could. I feel a little bad. I'm starting to wonder maybe if even for comedians there's a line. Now, he's brandishing the horse's head like a shield, bashes my head real hard with the head. I go woozy. I'm, I'm seeing pink elephants and not the painted ones that I used to watch pee on kids. Suddenly, I smell Axe body spray. I think to myself, that's weird. Who under the overpass uses Axe body spray? When I look up, my brother's using a can of Axe body spray and a lighter to heat up the tank. Whole tent goes up. At this point, I I'm straight up letting him drag me into that tank because who the fuck wants to live through two circus fires in a week? The, the whole time he's dragging me, he's still holding the horse's head. He's crying to it. Ethel, Ethel, he can't let himself let go of it. But as he lifts me up into the mouth of the tank, I see the reflection of the horse's head in the fearful waters. Suddenly... 
I realize I'd rather live through two circus fires than experience for one second the mortal terror in which horse-face Ethel died. Now, I'm fighting back. Uh, and I'm back to cracking jokes because there's still a couple bums watching the show. I say, oh, very funny. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him whatever the fuck. I can't tell if the bums are laughing. All, all I can hear is the steam coming out of my brother's ears mixed with the steam coming up from the boiling tank and he's trying to murder me with. Boom! He overpowers me. I'm in the tank. I'm drowning to death while I'm burning alive. My brother's licking his fucking chops. He's so thirsty for blood. Meanwhile, I'm surrounded by water, dying of thirst. Drop of blood sounds pretty good to me, huh? I bob out of the water, scratch him good in the eyes, and I scream, I'm sorry, we're brothers. I, I, I don't know what I said. The pain was loud. I couldn't hear myself think. All I could think is my fucking cock is burning like I just spent the night with horse face Ethel. Then I think, that's pretty funny. So I say it out loud to my brother. Guess what? He laughs. And it's not the maniacal laughter he's been doing the whole while. He really thinks it's funny. It's my brother. He gets my humor. He says, whoops, I forgot. The Bible says you can't kill your brother. I guess I gotta turn the other cheek. And that's when my brother turns quick around and shows his drowning brother his ass cheeks. It's not a great joke. He's not a great clown. I think he was reaching for something with the Cain and Abel, but he paraphrased Christ, so he's not even a great Christian. I don't care. I grab my brother's ass, and I'm pulling myself up with it, anything to get out of the tank. And then I realize I got a chance here to save my life and kill the room at the same time. As my brother's helping me out of the tank, I grab the horse's head out of his hands, I slam the head down over his face like a mask, <laughs> I shove my own face up my own brother's ass, then with my voice all muffled, I shout to the bums, Hey bums, how's this for a horse's ass? All oh, the fucking bums are going bum fucking crazy! They thought we had it planned the whole time! They think we're geniuses! Can you believe that? Geniuses! We're not geniuses! We're just a couple old clowns who burnt down the overpass! Then I shout out the name of the show! I say, hey, geniuses! We was just clowning around! I thought we said we were going to call it, I think we've got a show here. Ah, fuck that. Yeah, whatever. I mean, you're never going to be on television. Yeah? Never. I'll make sure of that. But you know what? In your own strange, very strange way, it sounds like you may have already put on the greatest show of all time. Hey, greatest show on earth. Where have I heard that one before? <laughs> so what'd you do once it was over? I hung out with my brother. We put bets on which of the bums was going to piss on us that night. Did you win? In a way, all of the bums pissed on us. <laughs> that stinks. Damn right it stinks. Fucking bum piss. Stinks like Axe body spray. <laughs> oh, Chuckler. You're so silly. It's too bad we don't ever show you. That'd be kind of a great last scene, you know? Bum pisses everywhere. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> How would you end it? I have no earthly idea. Uh, gun to my head, which it would have to be. I would maybe just play you off with that one song they always play in movies when there's a fire. I remember when I was a little girl, our house caught on fire. I'll never forget the look on my father's face as he gathered me up in his arms and raced to the burning building out of the pavement. And I stood there, shivering in my pajamas and watched the whole world go up in flames. And when it was all over, I said to myself, is that all there is to a fire? Is that all there is? 
Oh. 